Welcome to Murder Moose. Murder Moose! Slashing Cast. Slashing Cast. Slashing Cast Podcast Network. It's in the game. It's You haven't it's in the game to me in a while, Josh. Whoa, look at this. Josh. New, hey, okay, so I say look at this. We're also actually, and we're going to get this right. So Rod will send you to the website so you can choose. He keeps sending you to one or the other. Just send them to the website, Rod. Just I used send to, them to the website. That's because most of the time, when I, for the first like ninety episodes, all I did was take the Podbean feed and 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 put it on the tweet. Because when it, I published the podcast, uh, Podbean that was all that was out. feed, yeah, like well that and it was just that, and then I just started attaching the video to it afterwards and whatever, and just like remember. So I'm if real- you do, we we are on MurderMoose.com. It's right below me, right here. Uh, every episode I stack it so you can choose if you want to listen to it or if you want to watch it. And because I'm talking right now, oh my God, look at this. There's cuts now. There's new scenes. It's like we're professionals and we have like like a real show now. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) It's imaginary, man. It's imaginary. And it's not just like for this anymore or, you know. and, and, and clown dick noises and everything like that. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's a full-on podcast. Holy moly. Man, it is it. indeed. How the fuck are you, Josh? You beautiful motherfucker. Dude, life is... I don't know. It's yeah. just life. I love it. Regardless of what's happening. Ups I and get- downs and crazy people and more crazy people. And then even more crazy people. What I, the hell? Josh, I'm just, like... I'm here... You know, Being you know the awesome. thing when you go hunting and you get like deer urine to like soak on yourself, so like the deer don't run away from you, and you want to like you know track down deer. I think you've got crazy person urine on you somehow. Like I don't know who peed all over you, but man, it was my ex. You, I mean, and what, I'm not kink shaming you, man. If you want to get no, peed on, not like that's, that. That's, oh my goodness, <laughs> now I'm clown dick. Oh no, now you're clown dick. It fucking hurts. It hurts, Josh. It hurts. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'll stop. I, I will. Like you heard it here last. You heard no, it I here. Don't. You heard it first on his stream. And hey, hey does like, it, your audience there just loves that type of shit. I and mean, I I gave yeah. them too much like gold, I guess. And it's you not calling me clown dick anymore is not going to matter, Josh. You <laughs> opened Pandora's box of clown dick. You took the clown dick oh, and no. opened it. You circumcised it, and it caused me, instead of like the clown dick being circumcised, you circumcised my soul, Josh. You circumcised my soul into clown I'm sorry. dick soul. <laughs> I didn't mean to. It's not, that was not my intention. I was just, uh, I, I don't even remember. How, like, no, I do remember, because like whenever you're on your stream, especially your stream, you're a little more like tame on this show but on your stream especially when there's some people like whoever was there today you just like go on tangents like you said like kink stuff or whatever and i was just like your sense of humor needs like a, a something to like describe it and because <laughs> you go on those tangents 
of like sexual humor or something. I was just like, yeah. you're like a clown dick. And it yep. was just like, it was so not backhanded. It was so like, <laughs> I felt like it just like matched the tone of your sense of humor yeah. so well. And it just, wow, it really went. It went to the moon, Josh. It went to the moon. Oh, it man. Went to the moon. It went to the moon and back. It went to the moon and back. So I want to say that I see that the Nope uh, reviews are starting to come out. Uh-oh. And are very, very good. Like, Oh, I've, hey. So, like, I'm excited. I have tickets for Friday morning to go see it. What? Um, yeah. Oh, man. They're coming out, and they're good. The more you know. <laughs> the more you know. God, Josh, he added the more you know. Um, I I hope I hope I enjoy it and I'm I'm seeing all this stuff and I'm like happy because that Jordan we talk about Jordan Peele all the time on here and how like monumental he is as a director and how his like he takes his time man it, this is like what us was three years ago and so it's been like what every yeah, three yeah, yeah. years ish he's put out one of these movies and it's been like he's, really really he's fantastic next fucking level dude like he is. I love what because he was hilarious and he yeah. always had great ideas for comedy and stuff. But you could tell well, you can tell because his passion for horror is comes out and his passion yeah. for just ridiculously polished filmmaking comes out in everything he does. And he, him as a producer and just like everything because he's writing and directing them as well. Like he knows yeah. what he wants. He's now his proof of concept was those two movies and now he's got this package that like Hollywood is like please please let us be a part of this like yeah. you're so fucking talented and he's probably got lineups of like just A-listers from every everywhere just wanting to work with him now yeah and he's he's not messing around man and it's like it, it's that thing where you can tell someone's making horror because he loves horror not like because he's trying to make a bunch of money like the making oh, totally. a bunch of money is secondary it it was like lost on hollywood for a long time like that horror is like the genre like yeah. it is something you can make for cheap but also it brings in masses because it's it's also like one of the only genres that you can really have original properties yeah anymore like and yeah. they'll just p potentially have legs to do good as well I mean, it's we've seen enough where you try to build a universe, you try to build things where you're like, like the DC cinematic universe or the like the the Universal monsters thing, and it's like, it's way easier to fuck up than it is to like, you know, do well. I don't know if you saw yeah. it on Netflix. It was like, hey, maybe we should make our own like big property, and it's like, you idiots have been doing this for how long, and you're like. You're like, oh, maybe we should make our own property now. Like, they were like, we need to do something like Star Wars. Or it's like, you idiots do like mid-tier budget movies for like with giant actors and just so people will stay in your thing. And it's weird because they lost like a million subscribers over the, like the second quarter. So they're like. But yeah, have they're you heard about that like that hedge fund that like. It has like a monopoly over like every big business in the world or something, and it's like they came in as like a big investor to fuck with it and like push their agenda on it, and that's why all of a sudden they they were like showing like political charged movies and like making weird oh, no. decisions because like one of their biggest investors was like, no, 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 you do this now, and they listened, and then the audience is like, uh, this is like. It, it should be for us, not for 
one like yeah. hedge fund type thing and now yeah they're they're really fucked because now they're like okay we don't like you anymore netflix is canceled man it is netflix is a weird thing because it it seemed like uh i mean it 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 went out and murdered uh blockbuster right like it, w- it went out and took old yeller in the backyard and uh put a shotgun to its head and blew its head off aka blockbuster and at the beginning then- of that whole thing netflix offered itself because it wasn't doing well to blockbuster yeah. for a million dollars or something like ridiculously cheap and blockbuster uh, blockbuster was like get out of here yeah it's I, I I would really love to see the alternate timeline where it's like Blockbuster is like the thing and it's like Blockbuster streaming services and then like whatever. They but like, it. yeah, the thing is now, man, it's like Netflix, the you know, you talk about like, you know, no competition is good. You see with Netflix, they had no competition for like a decade. Like they had no like no competition. And it was like in the last, like, you know you know five to ten years like things like like amazon prime was a like a it's like a kind of like competition but not really like amazon prime was something that like i think amazon prime's always been that that uh it's just like oh something you get with the the ordering amazon prime every year and now there's like uh there's apple and yeah that's what i'm saying there's there's too many right yeah there's too many out there and like you have to choose and if there's like consistently kind of shitty stuff going on Netflix and there's consistently good shit going on Disney plus that yeah. you're going to pick Disney plus over yeah. like Netflix for a while. But you like, I think there's a lot of people just like jumping around as well. Right. Yeah. I, I think that I have a core package of things like I'm Disney plus is somewhere on my, like I think it's attached to my Hulu or some, I don't know right, where right. the, f- yeah. I have no fucking clue where I'm paying for it. But I'm paying for it somewhere, and it's like that. And net, like, I was ready to get Shutter, rid of. Like, come with. Yeah. Something. I know no, Shutter. Amazon Prime. You can order Shutter through Amazon Prime. Actually, yeah, that's where I saw. I think I pay through it for Apple somehow. Like whatever, it's just through the app and everything like that. But like, it's that, and then Shutter and Shutter and like Disney and and Hulu. But like. Netflix had that thing, but like they're doing things that like I mean, obviously they just put out the the Stranger Things and they like separated out and they just announced they're doing more Fear Street, which is fucking dope. Yes. And excited, um so I'm man. so excited about that. Um so hopefully that goes as well as this one. And then I but like I don't know. I, I don't know what's gonna keep me around with Netflix because they they it, it sounds like the new uh stranger things isn't coming out until 2024 oh. um but so honestly they're gonna... like if they start like uh policing the like login thing I- i'm not gonna pay for it myself because like, i yeah the thing with that whole thing as well is i was paying for it but it was still my mom's account and then mm-hmm. t- like my uh isp at the time was like oh just bundle your internet and tv and we'll we will pay for your Netflix. And I was like, yeah, but it's my mom, so I don't pay for it anyway. So they're like, well, we'll pay for your mom's Netflix. And I was like, oh, okay. And then they started paying for it. And then when I canceled everything, it was still like bundled somehow that I was paying for it. I was like, what the hell? How am I paying for the family's Netflix now? So yeah. I got it like taken off when I can't. I don't I have no clue what's going on. But uh, yeah. yeah, if they start policing that and I don't have that login, it's just going to be something that 
I don't have in my life anymore, and I'm fine with that. We just had the thing where I realized I'm paying for Peacock and haven't watched Peacock in months, and I'm like, I think I've been paying for it since fucking Halloween Kills came out, like, you know, like in October, and I was trying to figure out where the fuck it was, and like, because it's my wife and me, and like, you're sitting there going, whose email is it on? Is it on this Apple thing? Is it on this, it, that, which is the biggest thing right now. Like that, I've just been like switching a whole bunch of stuff, and like with like, not it's I don't know like to cancel a service because I was like okay I don't need this anymore this mm-hmm. is taken care of over here uh, I was like taking a look at just all the sh- subscriptions I had in order to re up or to get a new plan and this is just across the board it's it's yeah. like it's highway robbery type stuff uh, if you want to up a plan. Or add something new to a plan, it's like instant and it's charged to your credit card. But if you want to cancel anything, there is no place to do it on anyone's website. You have to yeah. talk to someone in their chat in order for them to do it. There is no just easy one click way to cancel any of your subscriptions anymore. <laughs> Everyone's gotten rid of that like option. It's, oh, it's you have to talk to someone and they have to do it for you now. It's like, the- what the hell? It's one of the big things I like about Apple is like they have it all through your Apple account and I could just go into my settings on my fucking iPhone and cancel subscriptions. Like which is That's nice awesome. as shit. Yeah, since like But I don't have so, any of that, right? So Yeah, so I don't know, man. It all that shit is just like I just it's one of those things where you just forget about it too, especially if you're doing well enough that like the 999 or whatever the fuck it is isn't really hurting your like pocket, so you just kind of forget about it. You're like, why am I paying for this? Oh, wait. And then you just forget and then you're like, "Oh, and then the next month it hits you again and you're like, "Yeah, but that's the thing with like even my buddy was just telling me they they like park their trailer you know, when they're not using it, their camping trailer. Mm-hmm. And the the place it, it's set up for like auto withdrawals and they didn't take it out when they were supposed to and they took it out 10 days later and charged them a late fee for that and they're like how the hell is this my fault and like called them out on it like that's that's yeah like that's like extortion level yeah stuff right so they got it charged back but it's like if yeah a lot of people don't look and i have been a culprit of that for years i just like oh yeah whatever yeah the subscriptions just come out but then i look and it, after it's too late, and it's like, what the hell? They charge me twice, or sometimes it's this or that. I'm like, I'm taking a look at everything now. And, and that's just been going on for a long time, man, because I remember back to the days of, like, how many people have paid for AOL for, like, 20 years at this point? Like, And I'm not, like, it's, that's the kind of shit that happens where it's just, like, that shit just doesn't. And AOL is still always going to be the worst-case scenario for trying to cancel something. Like, if, if you, you youngins don't know, AOL used to be, like, you literally, they wouldn't let, what Josh is talking about, like, they don't let you cancel. And, and it was just like, yeah. And so it was a nightmare. And yeah. Well, dude, well, it's. that's in America. America yeah. online. Like, I'm Canada. And we are, you know. See it. We have, like, two, two different things. Especially in yeah. the West. If you're, like, with Bell, that just doesn't make sense to me. But there's, like, TELUS or Shaw. And nothing in between. Yeah. Dude, it's it's fucked up, and it's it's they the country that's supposedly not monopolies is filled with monopolies because like you only have one option for internet most places like it's so it's like unless you're doing that like satellite internet from uh, yeah which is 
which is bonkers. Tesla is, I saw things of Tesla, like Elon Musk might go to jail or whatever about this whole fucking AOL thing. And I'm like, and not AOL thing, this Twitter thing. And I'm just like, I you don't believe it. I don't, I don't believe that any rich people go to jail for anything anymore. And because they never go to jail for anything. And it's, well, it's, the amount of like, you know, investor swings that he, as like a way too rich person, yeah. has because he's loud and everyone is like, oh, I want to go where, you know, he's talking. And it like, it really fucks with companies and stuff. Like we were saying with Netflix, they're fucked right now because of their stock. And they're like, you know, everything like that. Apparently, they're working hard to, like, get their audience back through what they were doing before. What made them big was listening to what their audience actually wanted instead of trying to push, you know, whatever, investors' shit down people's throats. And it's... I, I think they took for granted that they aren't the only fucking game in town anymore. Like I said, they they just were like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, dude, I remember when Netflix used to have the most obscure, insane, like crazy, low-budget horror movies that you've never heard of. You could like just scroll through horror movie after horror movie that no one's ever heard of. And it's just but I, like- I love that type of shit. Yeah, like, I do too. Well, that's why Shudder is so awesome too. And I I feel like- very soon, if not this next week, that thing, because it comes out fucking tomorrow or no, M- Murder Moose Thursday, a brand yeah. new creepy ass movie comes out on Shutter that I was just showing uh, Rod on yeah. Instagram the other day, which is fucking rad because I, I, I love hearing about stuff just scrolling like that. It's just like, yeah. oh fucking rights. Now I, yeah. I, we potentially know what we're going to be watching too. Like We already know what we're watching out. next week, man. But what, a, wait, what are who is someone coming on next week? Is that I don't know. Oh, no, it's, it was going to. I don't think it's going to happen. But Nope is next week. So like oh, right, we know okay. yeah, Nope oh, is yeah. yeah. But um yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like yeah, it, we don't usually have that, but when big horror things that you and I are both excited come out, we're like, "Yes." But yeah, Shudder is just they got the movie about gore coming out that or the documentary about gore coming out on on Shudder that I'm really excited about. Nice. Um they're doing a bunch of who is it? I, speaking of Netflix, we've been talking about Netflix. Netflix just announced they're getting a bunch of A24 movies on there soon, which is fucking dope. Um, nice. But also, dude, it's funny. I'm like, uh, Black Phone got released digitally last week on Friday. Yep. And I've I've heard more. Uh, like my my buddy Smoke Alok was like, yeah, it was okay. And I'm like, and his girl or like she liked it more than he did. But like both, neither one of them were like real super into it. I'm like, oh man, that makes me well, sad. I- you know, like we really liked it, but I can, I think I can understand that just because, like, most horror movies don't have as much, like, heart as that yeah. movie did. And that movie yeah. had, like, it was like a horror movie wrapped around, like, uh, a, a drama that has a lot of, like, insanely good acting by the kids as well. Yeah. But it, it also, because it has too much heart. It gives that like heroic ending that most horror movies don't have. It's more yeah. dreary or more. But like, honestly, the the amount of like horrific things, especially to do with kids, that this movie has, it's high on like really uncomfortable yeah. places you don't want to even think about, let yeah. alone go to. But then it it's balanced so well as like just like a a crime like mystery 
thriller yeah. with horror aspects of like because yeah. i don't know I, like it's usually one or the other you don't see like ghosts and a serial killer in the same yeah. movie so to have both was kind of cool but i think he's just too well at meshing everything together that it almost didn't even feel like a horror movie at the end of the day it just felt like a yeah. really good drama so yeah yeah i kind of like uh watcher a little bit um i was gonna say one more thing before we dive into it i played a game on stream saturday called madison which was fucking really fucking good um it might be a little expensive for like how long it is but it was like eight hours ish, and I paid like thirty five bucks for it. But the game was, it was the jump scares had me going for hours. I was just like shitting my pants. I'm like they're just, it? it's called Madison. You run around and you're like in this house, and you're like dad is coming after you. But then like the house is like cursed, and there's like and then you start running around with a camera and taking pictures of shit, and then you're like, there's a lot. But the game was fucking fantastic, and it really really. I feel like most of the horror games have that same sort of. That's what horror games it's like are. Like indie horror games. Stuff. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of what Visage was, and what like which I never could get through because the, there's so much independent horror shit in that game that made me fucking crazy. But like, well, speaking of like horror games uh, and Netflix at the same time, like uh, apparently Resident Evil, which is getting like the worst reviews from yeah. audience and uh, critics, has already surpassed like the Stranger Things numbers for this. I've heard, all I've heard about it was just people mocking it. Like, that's all, I keep hearing, like, it looks the dumb best to me. Yeah. I'm not going to watch it. I continue said she, she was, she liked it, but it wasn't great. And Smoke Logo, just talking about, he was saying the same kind of thing. He was like, it was all right. So it's like people who are kind of into that horror thing are like, are not tearing it apart. So it's like, I think people are watching it because I don't get why Resident Evil as a franchise keeps getting fucking adapted and changed and blah 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 and they just can't it keeps they f- making money dude that's why it, like, yeah people know it but they and it's not reinventing a wheel or well, i guess this one kind of it, it, it every single resident evil everything reinvents the wheel they never follow the resident evil games they never follow like no i they, mean like to to because of a property i mean like yeah. it's not reinventing the wheel and like yeah because there's already a built-in audience yeah and it's already a, a property that people know that's that's safe yeah. for Hollywood to throw money at. It's yeah. like, oh, it's I mean, they made, made us this much. Yeah. Let's just throw more money at this because people know it. They made seven, eight, whatever. How many fucking movies there are? Like eight movies, seven movies, whatever the fuck. And they all made money because, yeah. I, what yeah. Because um, you told me to watch Midnight Mass, which I definitely am going to get to now because I'm yeah. diving into uh, the Hill House yep. uh, one. So. I heard the second season isn't as good as the first, but like I'm halfway through right now, and I'm really enjoying it. So the midnight are awesome. The haunting of Bly Mansion is more gothicy horror. It's more gothicy kind of thing. It, think Crimson Peak a little bit. Like it's uh, less okay. horror well, and more like I probably wouldn't be you, as into it for sure. But but it actually has a lot of heart because of what Mike uh uh what do you call him does and Flanagan does. Flannies. So, Flanagan's so fucking good, man. And like that it's not as hoary, but I think you would still like it. It's it's the more like the tone of everything. Um, but yeah, it, they're both good, but like Midnight I've heard, Ma- No, just go straight to Midnight Mass. Skip second season. Midnight Mass is better. <laughs> it's better, but it's I 
I think Midnight Mass is the best of the three of them, to be completely honest. But, uh, well, but yeah, I'll, yeah. I, the thing with me is like watching uh, shows is hard because like yeah. it's it's not just a movie. It's not just two yeah. hours and it's done and we can talk about yeah. it. It's like oh fuck, I gotta watch this for like like twelve hours. Oh yeah. man, that's too much, right? Like so, I don't know. Like that's why, especially like when Better Call Saul is over, I'll have a chunk of of time it back in my life and by the way are you fucking watching it yet because man yet. is it good it's still it's so good man you gotta watch I it i hear i hear yeah i'll i'll get into it here eventually but yeah um okay let's dive in we're talking about watcher not the watcher with keanu reeves i was just talking about this which is a film i've never seen all i know is that it's notorious for keanu reeves killing people with a piano wire that's all i know about the watcher from and- which is kind of like actually strange because this poster has the like, yeah. whoosh. and this was the one of the first posters uh, that I, I started with this like doing posters thing that I ended up doing a poster for the movie before it even had a poster. Yeah. So the the director like pumped my tweet and poster like crazy and was uh, because your poster is way better than the one they ended up using. Well, yes, I, yeah. I, no, like, I, I think theirs is good, and like, it shows, you know, the person that's gonna get butts in the seats, anyways. Like, yeah, from it follows, and she's, oh, what's her name again? Oh, I, that's I, her. I couldn't even, I didn't put two and two together. That was it follows girl. It was just like, who is this? And I'm then, obsessed with uh, what Maka Monroe, or I don't know. Uh, I don't know. She was awesome and it follows and I just became like obsessed with her. I wanted to like see her in more movies. So especially something that is like this in the like indie vibes like it follows, yeah. but she fucking kills it again. And yeah. uh I think because it's directed and written by a female as well, this movie really shows oh, how much yeah. anxiety being there a woman is yeah. Yeah, being and, in a woman yeah. uh especially in like a new city by yourself, yeah. you don't speak the language. The amount of anxiety I felt watching this first time at Calgary Underground Film Festival, I've never been more on the edge of my seat for no reason. It it was yeah. just like th- there was like the tension build and I like the jump scare from like a a underground railroad like sea train or whatever like just like blasting past yeah. i was like oh like fuck like <laughs> okay let me read so the sy- synopsis okay a young american woman moves with her husband to uh, bucharest and begins to suspect that a stranger who watches her from the apartment building across the street may be a local serial killer decapitating women um I went into this like n- with only the pieces of information. Like I, I keep saying, like weekly at this point. Really, I, I I I try to avoid trailers as much as possible. And so I all I knew from this was the well, I mean the title obviously right. And it was uh, I think I looked it up at the IMDb pretty early on, and I'm like, oh, it's the motherfucker from uh, from Pacific Rim is in this as the uh, as watcher guy, and. Uh, and but man, it, it it's another one of these indie type horror movies that does a lot with a little, right? It doesn't have a super in depth like you know uh, concept. It's this person who feels like they're being watched, like right watcher, 
and they it goes with it and just builds up tension for like an hour and 45 minutes it, it just it's that where you sitting there going you just keep building on it it, it and that's what's it's so a movie good. about like it's a movie about gaslighting like crazy yeah. making yeah. you feel like what you are thinking is not correct when yeah. really what you're thinking is what we're thinking because the movie is through her eyes and yeah. like it's done so so well just like not i don't know like it's like not showing too much and like that slow burn yeah it's it, the whole movie just feels like a tension it, build I, I told you after i watched it this movie reminds me of rosemary's baby it, like it's that same kind of thing where you're just sitting there and no one believes your main character or no one acts like they believe your main character the whole time and you're just sitting yeah. there going Oh, okay. And you're just going because you get so frustrated you're sitting there watching it because you're sitting there going, Well, this is fucked up. And it's just like especially towards like the, the fucking like the conclusion of the, like the second act or the beginning of the third act with her and the husband. And it's just like so much there's so much frustration and there's so little like <laughs> we live in a world, right? Like where we had things like uh Me Too, right? Like Me Too where yeah. all these women it, like and we just had this fucking, you know, Amber Heard, Johnny Depp case and all this shit. And But it's this world where women are often not believed, right? Like, or not like, oh, it's because like this shit isn't like, it's not like real until it's real, right? Like it's, it's, I just saw a story about a fucking woman who was getting stalked by some dude and like the neighbors called the cops like, for 12 hours they called the cops and by the time the cops showed up they had like the dude was walking out of her apartment he's like oh she's dead in there and like it's shit like that it's just like these people are like we have these weird like laws and rules and shit like that that just make you go ah fucking hate like i hate men that because it's like on the flip side there's also crazy women Oh yeah, are there are away with a lot of stuff too. Yeah, and there's well, a lot of uh, like I feel like a lot of the system is set up for bad people to take advantage oh, yeah. of it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I mean, there are points in this film where there uh, the 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 watcher character is using the system for his advantage, right? Like, yeah, he's doing the same thing that we were talking about, and he he does this he. <laughs> I, I love so the watcher guy is played by like I said the guy from uh, uh Pacific Rim but his name is Burn Gorman, um and this motherfucker, Burn! Mr. Burn, he, yeah he he does such a good job with like he plays that like that creepy like like passive aggressive like s- crazy dude right and it's just like there are scenes where he's just like, he's on the screen and he's just, he won't look into people's eyes. He just like staring into the ground and you're just sitting there. I and love going, how he does that. Like, yeah, the slow, like he's, he's really awkward. There's like, he's socially fucked. And yeah. well, he's just, he's so fucked anyways, but like, yeah, his acting just like, and then he like slowly looks at you and you're like, ah, no, don't look at me. You're freaking creepy yeah. as hell. <laughs> yeah well it's it's that thing where it's like this is the type of dude that like like it so i mean serial killers you get like you get some serial killers right that are known for like being like 
really actually like you know charismatic right like it's like that have like the, that ability to attract people to like that's how they come from like you know they pull them in like they they comfort yeah. them they like you know soothe them but there are a lot that are just like you know bum rush attack kind of people like that that don't interact with people and that like you know it's it's all that thing and this guy does that really good job of that like this guy has no fucking clue how to interact with people and just like yeah but like just, even the the like the poster below and stuff. Like yeah. Him just like standing in the window. There's like, it's, it's pulled back. This movie has, like you said, it's indie, but like, there's a lot of those movies that we were talking about. Like you feel where it was too indie and like, this felt yeah. like a budget constraint. This felt like a budget constraint. Yeah. None of this feels, it all felt no. intentionally like stripped back and like, it's just him looking and like there's yeah. a creepy ass scene where she's like, he, no, like, he's not looking. And there's like, you know, whatever. And like, just does this. And then it's like, Oh, there's nothing. But then like the poster right there, that little thing, all of a sudden you see a hand just come up really slowly and it's silhouetted and you're like, Oh, it's just, it, it's like nothing to it, but it's so fucking yeah. creepy because we've all had like weird situations like that where like, even actually i feel like the the movie last week the the innocence did that really well where like it's three o'clock and your fucking pile of clothes in the corner is just looking like yeah wow what the fuck yeah (laughs) it's that yeah where you have something and you're like oh fuck oh fuck it's like the thing where you're like it (sighs) i had myself one time like i was just outside cooling off one night like summer it's really hot out i don't normally go to bed until like late yeah. or something i think this is back when i was still smoking so i was like outside smoking and i like had myself convinced that there's like someone in the car across the street from me just like watching me i was like oh what yeah. are they doing like why are they watching me and i was like is it and like i was yeah. so creeped out i was like because if they are this is like the super creepiest thing ever and then as i walked closer it started looking more like a person sitting there with like uh, their hood up and i was like oh no like uh what is this and then like i got so scared for some reason and then it was just like they had weird seat that was it yeah i'm like oh dude my God. i mean you especially like in the middle of the night where you're the human brain is just like we talk about it all the time here but like the, the human mind is way scarier than most real things right like my wife has like woken me up in the middle of the night and i'm like 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 charging downstairs with a fucking <laughs> weapon because I you don't know what the fuck is making noises, right? Like and it's just like it's just gizmo. Like, Come on. Yeah. Fuck gizmo. The gizmo is like, man, we've been giving him C B D because he gets real bad nightmares and like night terrors and shit. And like that dog is just like the dog is just like and just <laughs> pass the fuck out. It's pretty funny. Um um yeah. So like it like when you talked about it before you brought it up, like that's the thing with this movie is it does that thing where being in a new country where you don't speak the language and you just and you have as a piece a, of shit for a boyfriend, like come on, or husband. He's, what? It's he's yeah, just yeah, this going guy to work and like not coming home ever, like until like midnight every day. Come on, come well, the, on. That's the guy. Sketch. The guy seems like. He seems like you. You make him. They make him seem like a good guy for most of the movie. But then, like the the dinner party scene is where you start. He is not trying. Yeah, the dinner party scene is like, 
you just say, you go, oh, this guy is like using like his life is like a, a work joke. It seems like, you know, at this point, because like her being freaked out about all the things happening here. And you start and you go, damn, dude, like this woman moved literally across the world for you and you're going to be a dick to her. Just, and ugh. just gaslight her. And that's yeah. it. Like, yeah. Fuck I mean, that shit. fuck people like that. Yeah. Fuck people like that. Fuck them. Fuck them in the booty. And it's just like, how do you, how, I mean, think about it. This woman is completely isolated. Like it's, she makes like one friend, which is her, like her next door neighbor. Who's like the one. Who's like, fucking rad by the way. Oh like, yeah. She's, she's the, the, the sex worker or whatever, like the, stripper, the stripper or something stuff. like that. And, yeah. But she yeah. is so cool. And just like she knows who the fuck she is, she's not taking shit from anyone. Yeah. And her ex gave her a gun that she keeps like in a, a drawer in her living room. That is just like, you know, it gave her that extra like American competence. You know, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. She's oh, is that yeah, why all Americans are so confident because they just have a gun strapped to them. I I don't know about all Americans. I well, I I'm think not, they're well. That's pre- I was very generalizing for sure. Yeah. But I'm just well. No, I mean. Looking at Americans and guns is just like, obviously, I mean, we're like, this country's gone. Okay, another 20 people got murdered yesterday. Eh, We'll forget about it tomorrow. It's no big deal. It's just whatever, new news, whatever. So, yeah, it's it's crazy. Well, the problem problem with guns is they give stupid people confidence is the real, like, problem. Like, uh, stupid people get incredible confidence with firearms because they believe it makes they think that they're invincible they, they could do Just whatever blame it's, canada yeah blame, blame canada <laughs> and yeah so uh, it i mean but i think in this situation it's really like that that like it's that this this movie deals with how you deal with uh domestic i mean not domestic violence but like violence as a woman right like it's violence in a world like that i know that this i know that this you like you said it's directed by a woman direct written by a woman and probably is like taking her real world experiences rad, and, by the way yeah i love her she's yeah great. and she's channeling her personal thoughts into this and her personal feelings and it's just it makes it makes fucking horror it makes it makes films feel personal right and when something feels personal it feels more real like that's why i mean you mean you talk about we talk about the stylist and i bring the stylist up a lot in the show because it's such a unique movie but like and jody's fucking rad too yeah well i mean and she's like she she was a hairstylist so she knew kind of that stuff right and like knew that and brought it like yeah smith is going back to writing his life again and that's why that movie's probably gonna be fucking really good yeah i mean you, you you mean Tusk wasn't like accurate to Kevin Smith's life? I mean, <laughs> are yoga fucking hosers? Come on, dude! I, I, I'm, I, I, I will defend Kevin Smith over filmmaking more than most people. But those two I, I films, love Kevin I'm, Smith. But those yeah. two films gotta go. Well, actually, I liked Tusk. I hate it Tusk. So many people. I off. hate But yoga Tusk. hosers is just not good filmmaking, like at you, all, or acting, you mean, or. You mean animated uh, Hitler sausages aren't a good topic for filmmaking? <laughs> well, it's not even that. It was just the execution. Come on. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. I like. I, I think I've said it before. Like, I liked uh, the reboot. It wasn't super great or original, but it was I like saw it, with his it was hair, kind of right. And yeah, it was like I don't know. Like, I was struggling with that one because like <laughs> it's just all the exact same jokes again yeah. that I've already seen in all of his movies, and yeah. like I'm like I've had like grown. I've like I've grown up, obviously, but like. Yeah. Did I grow past that? I don't think I did. I still like that type of comedy, but it was just, mm. it was because it was the exact same joke again. I was like, mm. you got to do a new joke because I've already seen that joke before. And yeah. like, I laughed the first time yeah. and maybe the second and third time, but this is like the fifth time you've done that joke in a movie. Come on, dude. Like, yeah. we're not that stoned or stupid. Like, <laughs> I guess half of the audience definitely was, but I was not. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, man. I uh it she just does a really good job of like pulling her like her le- real life into it and making it feel real. Like this whole movie that's another real like positive note for this film is that it feels real. It feels like it feels like this could all happen, right? And it could all be, you know, any woman could have this happen. Like if they move somewhere with someone and like they were left alone and then like you feel alone in this world and isolated. And yeah, it again, and that's Rosemary's baby is like, it's weird because the ending of that movie is very different from like the ending of this movie. Obviously Rosemary's baby was just like, I just remember like I've watched it once. I remember yeah. it being boring and I hate, when that's the only takeaway from a movie yeah. that I, I hate boring films, but the it's the same kind of thing though. It's that where nobody believes this character for, for sure. the whole time. And they're like, yeah. yeah, okay. We're going to, we're going to take you to the doctor and like do all yeah. this shit. And it's that, the, the thing where this character, it, it, the same thing in, in watcher. She's like, am I going, I feel like I'm going fucking crazy. And it's the same thing in that film. It's that we're no, yeah. yeah, it's gaslighting, and in that case, in Rosemary's Baby, they're all like they know what they're doing because they're setting her up to, to, to give birth to the Antichrist. But like, it's the but same. She doesn't know that. That's yeah, that movie, that's the redeeming quality of that movie. Yeah, the rest is like very. What the fuck? I'm not. Th- I'm not this crazy. Come on, like, it's, gotta help me here. I mean, and, and it doesn't help that Roman Polanski is a giant piece of shit, right? Like, that's another thing that doesn't go for it. It's the same thing. Even if I didn't hate Jeepers Creepers for. Being Jeepers Creepers, the fucking the uh, the director writer is a, a piece of shit, sex offender, like whatever he did, and it's just like eh, I would I wouldn't be able to like that movie. I don't anyways, why like you wouldn't want that franchise because it was started by him to just like die off. Like the fact that they are actively or did make other the, ones new, without him. A new one's coming out here pretty soon, which is a like sequel I did like the big, first one, Justin Long, and like. You know, I just that ending in that movie ruined it for me. And and like, as I talk to you about signs all the time on this podcast, if a movie, if I hate an ending, like an ending, just like it, it's, it's like when you're doing like the, like uh, gymnastics and you go off like the horse and like try to landing and then you pull a final destination and you break both your legs or whatever, whatever (laughs) it is. Then I, I fucking, I don't remember any Uh, of the rest of the movie and I just fucking hate it. Signs. I loved so like more so much more than most movies up until the end that I just was like, oh what? 
I didn't. Oh, I, oh, well, I can't. I missed it. Oh, sorry. I can't. Like, I, I just love yeah. that movie. I, fi- I, fixate, I fixate on bad endings like that. And the Jeepers Creepers did the same thing to me. The ending of that movie, I don't even remember it anymore. I just remember hating it so bad. I remember that. The hole in Justin Long's head and the, that stupid song. That's like, all I remember at this point. Uh, but, signs but, is so dude, this good, is, though. I like, say he Hitchcock's it for so much, and then yeah. he fucking shows it at the end and ruins dude, it. Dude, this is what I'll say it again, and I've probably said it on here a bunch of times. Any alien that is smart enough to travel the universe <laughs> and is literally can't take H2O water would never come to fucking earth it makes no fucking sense you can move and travel the universe and you're going okay we can't deal with the water we can't go to that planet because it's 70 something percent water water falls from the sky oh no we're gonna do that because it's just m night Shyamalan just being i have to pull like that's what it was it was the thing with that man that will never stop annoying me if he didn't think that Every single Everything one of his fucking films had to have a yeah. fucking twist at the end. And you're just like, dude. Because that's what he. Okay, he started off with, you know, whatever. So, the, I mean, the with the uh, Sixth Sense, yeah. No, no, it's it started off with Sixth Sense, but that's what got his career like. Really yeah, that's started because his, you know, the first one he did with uh, Glass and whatever in it too, like that. That was that awesome. was uh, Sixth Sense was first though. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm no, talking about like. Sixth Sense was his first movie, dude. No, it was not. Yes, dude. it was. Yes, the it was. One with, the one with Bruce Willis as a superhero uh. was his first film. Sixth Sense came after that, and then that was the one that just like blew up for him. And then he went back to his first movie and made a trilogy out of it after he started hacking up everything else. Uh, what am I looking at here? Sixth Sense was 99. Unbreakable was 2000. Sit on my dick. Biatch. Clown dick. He had, two, like, yeah, he had some other two things I've never heard of. Praying with anger and wide awake. But, yeah, Sixth Sense was his first hit. Yeah. Hit yes. Yeah. Sit on it, bitch. Unbreakable was in 2000. It was the year after. <laughs> Sign? I've... I've broken Josh's whole entire sense of what is reality and what is not. What the but fuck? yeah, that is completely yeah, totally the case. What the fuck? Why did I think it was the opposite? You, I, you got no, more serious. Unbreakable though, like that's the thing. I still have never seen that movie. I've seen the the it's s- fucking great man. It's yeah. one, uh, that is my favorite M Night Shyamalan movie. Unbreakable was fucking great. But dude, I, I gave up on him. Split was awesome too. Glass I like split fucking too. ruined it all. It like ruined every movie before it because it was so stupidly bad. And I'm like, why <laughs> you got to do that to your good movies now? Like, yeah. you're such a yeah. weird person that you just <laughs> yeah. God damn it. So, do you want to go and uh, start spoiling this film? Because I mean, we we really haven't. But uh, there's a like there's stuff I want to talk about. But I specifically thing, yeah, I feel like this movie is hard to talk about because the concept is very like simple. This. Yes, yeah. it's very simple, but it's just executed so fucking well that it, it's like it's it's a movie that it uh, it's the length we like as well. But yeah. like without spoiler talk, it's hard for us to really dive into this movie because it's it's just this and then it's this and it's over and you're satisfied. You're so yeah. satisfied when it's yeah. over. So like, oh, dude, yeah, it's shit. 
and that 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 last five minutes of the film is fucking. You're like, yeah, but the last like shot, yeah, of this film, yeah. is so satisfying. You're just like, it, fuck yeah. I really, 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 really like that last shot. Although I saw it coming from like, oh yeah, but come on, like, it's yeah, so satisfying as yeah. Oh, dude, completely, yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. It's so, exactly what you want, and yeah. you get it, and she fucking nails those eyes. So, it, dude. <laughs> yep. And this film's coming out to... Sh- I think the film's coming out to shutter here pretty soon, I think, right? I think is what I was seeing. Here's so the impression of her eyes. <laughs> I don't know if you pulled it off, Josh, but I'll give you I, that. No, I'll give you that. I tried. I tried, but yeah. she, she killed it. Yep. Yeah, uh, really, really. Um, I approve, though. Hey, so what we're about, gonna uh, uh, Benifer getting married. We got you know it just happened. Everyone's talking about it. We're a podcast. We, we I, gotta bring it up, man. Those two are fucking bonkers. They really, truly are. And I like Ben Affleck. When just don't make Geely again, okay, guys. Just don't make Geely again. I, but. Look, Jennifer Lopez has been doing. My wife really liked that stripper movie that she did a couple years back, where they were like robbing rich people. Um, but she's got talent, man, and like I just think that they're both kind of goofballs. I, I think that like Affleck never did himself any any favors, like because Jennifer Gardner is like one of those like America's sweetheart type people, and is it seems like generally one of the nicest, like most genuine people in the world. And it's like, oh, but Benny over here went over. It fucking J Lo is nuts. If you if you if you've heard stories about her, I don't know if you ever heard about like she was doing some movie and started firing people because they were uh, they were singing the taco flavored kisses song from South Park. Oh my god, no way! She was literally getting people like fired because they were going taco flavored kisses, hon. If you don't know, there's an episode of South Park where his hand becomes. Uh, taco, Jennifer Lopez, yeah, <laughs> Jennifer Lopez, and and has one of the most disturbing scenes ever, where he gives uh, Ben Affleck a hand job. Cartman does, and it's just like <laughs> you're like, ah, because it's so out there. It's if it wasn't as out there because it's South Park, it was like it's a fucking creepy scene, man. But like because it's fucking South Park, they can pull it off with that. Like they, South. I'll say this, and I've said it before, but. South Park can do fucked up shit because it's South Park in ways that I have said that the human sentai sentai pad episode of South Park is more disturbing than the human centipede movie because of how they do it. Like where Kyle is like attached to that guy's butt and he's like, should I eat the cuttlefish and asparagus or should I eat the vanilla paste? And he starts eating the cuttlefish and asparagus so that he's going to shit cuttlefish and asparagus directly into Kyle's mouth. And you're just like, uh, but yes, okay, let's go into spoilers. So go watch this movie. Uh, if you can't get access right away, I believe it's coming out of Shutter soon, but go watch it because it's fucking dope. So, transitions. Transitions. Transitions, motherfuckers. So we're going to do spoils in three, two, one. Okay. I have to say, I, this is what I want to talk about immediately. I wanted to talk about it before, but when we were saying stuff before, the scene on the fucking train with the head with the in the bag, bag oh, is yeah. well. That's why I, I almost like, or I was trying to find that 
I love the bag though. Like this yeah. very specific, like, you know, bodega, happy faces on the grocery bag yeah. bag. I felt like that needed to be on the poster and I started with that because yeah. but then I was like, you know what? I feel like this this one kind of takes it back, says a lot, but then yeah. also if you haven't seen it, it doesn't overly give anything away other than the title. Well, that guy's yeah. watching. But really it's like it's very telling of the movie even after whatever the thing is with that scene is it's so subtle that it's just like you only know because like, like the whole movie yeah like you kind of see the nose hitting the bag and they do that such a good job of it like where you're, like, you, you're pretty you're Wait, pretty confident it? but then you don't know for sure until she goes into her neighbor's apartment and finds the the body with no fucking head like, and you're just like that's where like it's it's all about like you know the build-up and the tension and you think you're gonna see more and then you don't and it's all through and the lack uh, like i gotta bring this up first because like um i saw it first in theaters and there's a there's a specific lack of uh subtitles on purpose so you are just as lost as she is yeah yeah Yeah. like she doesn't know what they're saying and has to like sit there and be like, what the fuck? And then wait for her like husband or boyfriend to like fill her in. And he's legitimately not doing a good job of anything because yeah. he's very self-centered. And you have to like kind of go through this with her. And I, I feel like that's what they're really doing well in this movie is like bringing us along for that like yeah. unknown yeah. that she's going through. Well, dude, it's you start getting the 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 it's that slow build of escalation where like it, it's the, the guy just watching it from across the street. Yeah. But then the movie theater scene is just so incredibly creepy where they just do this thing where all they do is this motherfucker sits directly behind her. In an empty dr- theater. In like, an it's empty theater. There's, there's two other people. Yeah. He, and it's in the middle of the day. So like legitimately yeah. she knows at this point, this guy's fucking following me. Like I felt it and I felt his yeah. presence, but like it's the middle of the day. I came out of I came here out of nowhere and yeah. now he's directly yeah. behind her. <laughs> it it reminded me of the the theater from the last matinee too, kind yeah. of like that old totally. like, you know, yeah, kind of thing. And Attached man, to a mall of some sort or something. Yeah. Well, across from a grocery store or whatever, and yeah. that that grocery store scene is fucking wonderful too because he's just like stalking the shit out of her and when dude it's so good when he starts stepping on the broken she knocks that bottle of pickles over or whatever and like he's just stepping on the glass and like and everything is just like like especially from her eyes it's just that little bit more extra to like really sell like no like he's doing weird shit but then that like justification from well you know you're looking at him and well you know he does live right down the street and blah, blah, blah. It's like, you know, fuck. you know what else is really good about how they sell all this too, is they have this thing where they, they make you doubt it towards the end, but like they leave it in this, this real world of possibilities where there's actually two possibilities that this guy was the killer that they, the spider that they talk about the whole film, or he used this opportunity to kind of make it look like he was a spider to get away with this crime, right? And I like that a lot because it's that open-ended, like, I personally think that this guy was the one doing it the whole time and, like, he, like, either... 
tried to. I think to it was. Yeah, like I don't think. Yeah, I I totally think he was the one doing it the whole time. Someone but they else they got potentially framed. But they also leave it that that's a possibility, right? And that like that it's like it could been he's he's just such a fucking creep that he used it to like you know take his advantage because this guy's also really smart in this film because like very smart. But you, I feel it, like because of the decapitation and yeah. the fact that he knew to like just cut so she couldn't say anything after that was fucking like whoa. Yeah. Well, it's that thing where you go. This guy is the the thing that really like. We were talking about it earlier when we were not spoiling, but he is, plays this meager, like he looks down the ground, doesn't want to look anyone in the eyes. But in the last scene, he's up and he's like, yeah, man, I won. And like he, he's got that cocky ass kind of like, you know, attitude you see coming from him. And you go, oh, this fuck is like, it's very much like kill, uh, Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs, right? Where he's like, oh, I could you help me move this couch and, and, and like, you know, plays like he's old and fragile and he just uses it to fucking trick women to get into his fucking car. his van. Right. And well, would you, like would you? Yeah. I'm a magician. Oh, yeah. and he like disarms them. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was well, that thing where you have all these, these people who need to get like within the grasp, man. And that's the scene with like, the him and the fucking a train at the with the we were talking about with the bag is even more creepy when you think about how it got arranged because she wasn't coming from home right she was coming from this party where her asshole husband like pissed her the fuck off right and but also he has always been following her so yeah. it's not just watching yeah. he's watching yeah. and following you yeah. everywhere you fucking go and he knows yeah that I mean, she fucking eats that entire uh, uh, tray of champagne glasses on the ground. She's like, Poof, and Fuck slams her glass down, out. and yeah, and it's just like, damn. Also, that dress she was wearing that that whole like last scene was like really odd. I liked it, but it was really it felt like a, like a nightgown dress kind of. It was this weird it was like, That's it. yeah, she I like. She's a beautiful. She I mean, it. she she's a beautiful lady, man. I mean, she really is, and she does that. She does such a good job in this film because she really carries most of it. Like most of it, it's her. She's wicked, man. Just like yeah. when it follows, like yeah, it like sh- it was up to her and her reactions to things. Yeah, and and that's why that movie, I think, like elevated to. Well, there's a lot of different reasons why that movie elevated to a whole yeah. other level, but like it was really on her shoulders for a lot of it as well, and she fucking yeah. brought it for that. And that's why I'm like now like. I'm following her career. She's like one of those actresses, like in stuff like this. I sign me up yeah. every single time. Yeah, I mean, she just fucking carries it, man. And and fucking uh, Burn Gorman, man, is like he's not the most well-known actor, but fuck, that guy's good. And like he's got these comedic so acts, like like creepy. chops, where he's like he was funny in Pacific Rim, right? Like he's got that kind of like you know. Like kind of bumbling scientist thing who has yeah, to deal totally. with Charlie Day, right? And but like this, he's just that like he just plays this like like oh I think we all seen people like this in a regular life. And he's like and he, when she follows him for a while, she figures out he's like a janitor. Like dude, I've seen some really fucking out there janitors, right? Janitors are always like that kind of like they you don't meet many janitors that are just like like the most normal people in the world. And that's nothing, you know, against janitors. It's just janitors are the, they, they, these members of society. They're doing shit that no, no one 
else really wants to do, right? It's not a great job. It fucking sucks. I don't know it feels seems like, like my I grew up and like family friends of ours that uh, my mom was friends with um you know, obviously the mother of the family or whatever. Yeah. And she's like a, a teacher and the husband was the janitor of my elementary school. Um so it's like, "Oh, hey." And I would like see my family friend that yeah like sweeping the floors or whatever right so yeah yes yeah but you also other but like you know in that rare instance i did know a janitor growing up and he loved yeah so you knew him but like kids probably thought he was creepy like kids always think janitors are fucking creepy i don't know man it i don't know maybe it's just america (laughs) i don't know but like like he he does such a good job of like because i think for those people and this type of people like killers and like in this type of character the more like you look away and don't want to look at them like the easier they like blend into the shadows right and that's kind of what he does in this film um bro yeah and man it's another one of these films man where they don't like they don't need to there's not gore. There's like, I mean, you have one shot with a decapitated body, right? But like, it's all done with just like tension, right? And that's why, like, I don't even think this movie is labeled as horror. It's like a thriller, but like, this is a horror movie. Like, and even on IMDb, it's, it's drama, it's horror, thriller. Again, like, I, I feel like, yeah, there people are understanding that horror. I don't know. I was I had this weird conversation <laughs> with my parents the other night. It's just like just about movies in general. Like they like this genre instead of this genre more. Yeah. Or like that genre instead of that genre. But for me, it's like so they're like, Yeah, well, you know, like we like uh we like comedy. I was like, Yeah, I like comedy, horror. And it's like <laughs> Oh yeah, and like dramas. Yeah, I like drama, horror. <laughs> it's like but it it's a thing. Like there yeah. I feel like if you understand horror but you also love filmmaking. Yeah. You understand that like horror can actually elevate those other genres and vice versa. And like yeah. because it's the the line is so like thin now. You're crossing it, you're you're going both ways over it in, into horror, back into drama. But I feel like if you really want to make a good movie, it has to have that like arc of a good drama yeah. and then have horrific things that that's why Black Phone is such a good movie, but mm-hmm. I think it's it's losing it on like horror fans a bit because we're used to it just being horror, and I yeah. feel like we're in a like a golden age of like just horror being more than this now. It's the it. whole it's the whole elevated horror thing, right? It's the whole like what is I mean the screen went into it, so it's like been something we've been talking about for a while now, oh. but like it's these films that aren't just fucking Jason cutting people's heads off and doing shit right that like that right I'm totally into and, that too man like, well I mean me do, too do you think it's time for another Jason movie cuz I fucking do like, dude yes on. yes I want a fucking Friday the 13th movie in that I I want I don't know what they're going to do with like because they they solved the, the courtship but like how everything's broken up now, I don't know how the fuck they're gonna do it. But like, but is it like, is there a, is it like the rights like caught up uh, in someone else's hands or something? Is that what's they're, happening? Because like, they're half. Like, I got Jason tattooed on me now. 
I got him doing the, the this thing here. Like, so like, it's the whole like Friday the Thirteenth name goes back to the original writer, and then like, and he can't use Jason the like, I he can use Jason Voorhees the name, but like he can't use the hockey honestly, mask, and then like all like, it's yeah. What like it being part of slashing cast? Like, uh, there's so many people that are part of slashing cast that are creating. Friday the 13th fan films and yeah. like asking me to do their posters now and stuff. I'm yeah. so like stoked to get to help, you know, any yeah. type of indie movie out or just any movie in general out with their, their movie posters and stuff. Cause like yeah. I love doing it and I love that there's, there's like an audience for it as well. And like, I don't know, man, Yeah, Friday the 13th. Come on, let's go. Let's get it. Yeah. Let's uh, dude, I, that and that in a new, nightmare like the 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 family had been selling out those rights i actually think that you might do doing going out and doing a selling it to like netflix and doing a tv show might be a I, real interesting route honestly, or like the last season of stranger things was like a concept for yeah. like it even had robert england in it as well like yeah. he said he would never touch freddie again right like he would never like go under the like, yeah come on you have but, to Blumhouse said that he could make him do it, like which it, I don't know if you heard him say that a couple, like a a month or so back. He was, yeah, I could get, so. I could get, uh, well, because he got, uh, they have another uh, Exorcist movie coming out, and he, I think he got the the mom from the Exorcist to come back or something like that, like some, I think it was the mom Linda who's Blair? like, yeah, oh, not Linda Blair, so, he got someone from the original fucking Exorcist to come back who said they weren't ever gonna do it in their eighties. So like, yeah, I don't know, man, it, I. I think that nightmare, and I think not like you still you didn't watch the first season of or the first season Chucky, right? And although not, not perfect, yeah, not like, perfect. I, I most of it. I had a lot of fun with that. Like it was fun seeing Chucky because Chucky's I, such I a fun get, character. I'll get updated before the next season come out. Like that, we have until Halloween, and like yeah, I feel like there's a lot more coming out uh, this October than we're even gonna be able to handle as like yeah. a horror podcast. Like yeah, ha- Hollywood is doubling down and i feel like there's a lot of different properties and things starting that uh i've heard about and potentially even um ash or not ash uh evil dead rise is apparently coming out in october as well which oh is it okay i I don't know like you think you would have heard something by now like i did my concept poster for it but it still just says on imdb uh 2022 and it would make sense for that property to come out in october because if it doesn't you're missing out on like like you and i say like the the interest for our show and everything we're doing in october just peaks like crazy everyone's like so into horror so then they like turn to their horror friends and it just happens to be you and i just sitting here like this all year round being the horror people like oh yeah Yeah. that now you're interested (laughs) yeah we've been here this whole time by the way it's funny because there's been a string of uh, TikToks going. Uh, we had to tell you guys. We know it's July, but it's spooky season already, and it's like it's like people like you and I are just like it's a never ending. It's not yeah. like it's you know how like you Christmas movies like as soon as like December twenty sixth comes around, you're not watching Christmas movies oh, no, anymore because you oh, yeah the, it, you're building anticipation for a day that you nostalgically love every year. It's just like yeah. it's ritual and yeah. like it starts earlier and earlier for like my parents November 1st. And I'm just like, I'm, you're just cleaning up. Uh, like, like Halloween is a massive deal to me. I have a yeah. huge haunt. It takes a full day. 
and there's no way I want to spend that day also getting out more shit and then yeah. setting it up too. Like, yeah. come on, like give yeah. me like a month break at least. So and my wife set it up in like December or something. My wife is like either the the night after Thanksgiving dinner or yeah, like, like or is, the yeah. next day. Yeah, is when she does it because like you're skipping Thanksgiving at the point and. Thanksgiving isn't like a super like you just put like turkeys up and shit around the house, right? You like well, cornucopias. Me, Thanksgiving is on my birthday, like yeah, five years. Can they, oh yeah, it's because Canadian one, right? Yeah. yeah, Canadian ones like in October, right? So it's like it so on my birthday last year. It, it's that thing where like in America we have that we have that you know kind of holiday to break up that you know that stretch of time. Oh. It's like it it helps with that, but that doesn't I, matter. Like I feel like I, I I use that too. It's just like yeah. I, I just I need a, well I don't know because like Halloween is my season. I still love you know ever since I've had kids I love, uh, Christmas so much more because it, yeah. it's not for me. It's it's for, for them like, yeah. Christmas through their eyes right. So yeah. I get to be Santa and stuff. So it, yeah. Well, dude, I mean you you and I both know now like if you or I want something we go out and buy it for ourselves. So it's a become the joy of Christmas becomes the joy of giving things to others yes. and having 100%. them enjoying it and loving that. And you're amplified because you have kids to do that. But like, I don't, I'm happy. My wife gets me cool shit, but like, I'm more excited about, I'm never excited about what I'm going to get for Christmas. That's well, not how I'm like into like, it. Yeah. We live in places where you have to worry about like it being fucking wintry and cold too. I yeah. like shit to do in the summer. I like being out on my bike. I like being active. Yeah. Shit you're gonna yeah. get me for Christmas isn't probably gonna be that stuff. So it's like yeah. eh. Yeah. Like I have exactly. I, I've ran out of room, man. Like even going to like horror con and stuff, I used to go and be like, Yeah, like it I don't know, it was like, oh, I wanna buy this or get that because I collect horror stuff. I've ran out of space. Yeah. And like, yeah. I also just like I I that desire for it left me as soon as I put that last thing up on my wall and was like, nothing else is going to fit, so I'm not buying anything else. No, it's just, it It became like an anxiety yeah. now. It's like, oh, no, I, I would have to get rid of something. And like, I'm, what, what, what would I get rid of? Like, I don't I'm know. at the point where I'm more concerned about having to get rid of the boxes for all the shit that my wife buys than I am like the actual shit that she's buying. I'm like, oh, great, now I have to spend an hour fucking cutting up boxes because we only get to put out recyclables every two weeks. Oh, I hate that they do that. But, like, yeah. look, I just don't get rid of the boxes. I put the boxes up on the wall. Right? Yeah. Like, come yeah. on. I have I some know. Pop Funkos around, but I, I don't collect shit for, like, whatever. And it's... it's I have, like, one, and it's yeah. this one. It's the pinhead. That, yeah. I have right now, I have, sitting on my desk, or I have right here, uh, not the mama. Baby dinosaur, and then uh, one more I have. Grogu. Yay. Doing, and he lights up and makes weird noises, but yeah. There are, I have, I that's what I, I do have around here. Gro see, baby like, Grogu shit everywhere, but a, yeah. As much as like, I love Grogu, and I love that Disney understands like making a small character like they did in Thor. They made the like hammers. Or like they did in Buzz Lightyear, they gave you the little like talking cat thing, which is hilarious. They understand yeah. the importance of that small character. I just hate how every property that shouldn't be Disneyified is now Disneyified, and like they won't allow like 
badass yeah. characters to be badass anymore, like Boba Fett. I- if it was just owned by like Lucasfilm and didn't get put onto uh, Disney and Disney Plus dude, and all that stuff, Lucas there's no way his character would have had that type of arc and been dude, that nice of a guy. Like it's just Lucas like, Art though has been doing shit like that for the entire time. I mean, he did like, I mean. He, what do you think Ewoks are? And then he came back and he did well, Jar Jar, know, but, and then he's like, but and I, then but it's, he still had the yeah. ability to have those like badass characters and and stuff written in and like yeah. killed him off a little quick, obviously. But like Disney's like, no, 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 no. he's a money maker. People want him, so yeah. let's go. I mean, it's we live in a world, dude, where merchandising is everything, and it's like it's why. Universal in California is building Super Mario Land because Mario's that that recognizable character. And it's just it's so I we were talking about we were just talking about Jason. We were just talking about Freddy. We we're just talking about like, Chucky. Nintendo's right? Nintendo's got to get fucking more with it with that shit. Like they're ju- they're so behind with that because they've they've like held on to it like and those types of things. It's like no no no, no. you can only it's exclusive. And they didn't like they didn't give up those rights. Like Disney owns so many different things and places yeah. and like they know they understand that when they make a property it's also going to all these different things and the face or that character is gonna like be merchandised right so um, yeah, i feel man, like with I, this new movie coming out with all the you know like nintendo's trying a little bit harder to like get m- more mainstream attention with chris pratt as mario <laughs> Uh, man like oh yeah. buzz Lightyear was just captain america so yeah yeah this is true who is not gonna act for a while because he wants to go out and uh get get married and i i saw a funny tweet about that yesterday and it was like i did not have uh captain america having no bitches on my 2022 bingo card. <laughs> <laughs> and it just made oh me laugh God. it made me laugh a lot so so I is there anything? This one? I don't know. Oh, the more, the you, more know. you know, the more you know. Wow. Um, I like is there this one else? better. This is just new. We're like, stuck. yeah, it's it's interesting because it like has that it, the the movie poster doesn't feel like it has that part of the real estate. It just the only thing with this one that's a little different is you don't see very much of the moose, but you see the moose in the in the machete, which is all that you yeah, really like need. This, this is, oh yeah, I like that. The more you yeah. know. Yep, the more you know. So yeah, I don't know. This is the classic, but just because. Yeah, I don't know. Like my whole thought process, and weirdly enough, I gotta t- I gotta say this, man. I haven't watched or listened to really any other podcasts like ever. I just I it's yeah. not part of my wheelhouse of entertainment, yeah. which is kind of shitty. But it's just you know it's I watch more movies and that yep. type of stuff, and then I'm just like either on my bike. Which where I really could listen to podcasts, and yeah. it might be a thing. But I started watching. Um, it just came up on my feed on YouTube. The it's always sunny in Philadelphia podcast, and mm-hmm. that's where I was like, oh man, like it's funny and it's stupid, just like everything about the show is. Yeah. But they had like a real like bunch of cameras and like a producer on set and stuff, and I loved yeah. that whole aspect of it because I've seen bigger production and podcasts like back in the day but like yeah. i was like we have two cameras why am i not like oh i'm talking right now why am i not cutting to myself yeah. potentially and like when you're talking it just uh, emphasizes your point just a tiny bit more and also yeah. like it gives it like something a little bit more dynamic to watch instead of yeah. it just being this for yeah. an hour and 20 minutes like yeah zeke zeke played this game where he was uh 
like a couple months ago where you're like a TV producer and he was doing what you're doing right now. Like he like, oh, these people are talking. So you have to switch to this camera. Yeah, yeah. And like he would, it was real interesting because you would have to do things like you're like beep out swears and shit like that. It was really cool. Like it was a unique little, yeah, little I experience. I can fucking do that too, man. I can fucking do that too. Yeah. But I can also fucking miss it really good. And I think that's yeah, more can. funny. Yeah, it is. I always like the, uh, the wrong beepings, right? So, um, is there anything else you want to say about this before we wrap up, though? I fucking love this movie. See it and yeah. uh, tell them Murder Moose sent you. You know, yeah. It watch it and uh, remember, not the one with Keanu Reeves. That's the watcher. Well, you can watch and, that one too if you want. But they, uh, yeah, then after you could pull a straight Murder Moose and go and search for a movie and then watch the wrong yeah. one and then go. Why the hell did he ask? to watch this one and then go oh wait yeah exactly i mean dude it's it's another thing where it's like we we've talked about it i mean it's been a while we talked about it but like earlier on we talked about horror like indie horror and generic having real generic names and you're like oh because yeah that it it happens with indie horror way more covid came and kind of made it harder for us like we would have to search for stuff like that as well and now that movies are coming out more frequently now that covid is like you know yeah it's not behind us by any means but it's like not like the only thing anyone cares about so we're seeing movie trailers now and stuff with uh only in theaters like the the brad pitt movie that's coming out that looks fucking it looks amazing and i keep saying this movie can't be as good bullet train or whatever the fuck that is called or that poster uh, looks so bad though i can't wait to dude. just do a poster that i just literally yeah. barred out tra- and it's gonna tra- be better than that that trailer looks great though like the trailer looks, looks great it looks fun the, but yeah. it also looks like a hot mess as well yeah yeah so next week we are doing nope Okay. I think. I mean, you're going to see it this weekend, right? So, nope, is this weekend. I, I, so. I will definitely uh, yeah. put it on the agenda. Like, I want to see it. I've been anticipating it. So, even if I okay. end up seeing it by myself, which I doubt that will happen. Cool. I still see okay. it. Okay. com. everybody. Pod on Twitter. JoshWRB on Twitter and Twitch. Rogers Johnson on Twitter and Twitch. That's us. And give us a five-star review. And if you're listening to this, and if you listen to audio, go out and subscribe to our YouTube. We're trying to get up to 100 people. And it's very slow. YouTube's a very slow medium. But we're sitting here, and we're trying. We're well, just doing we a thing, man. go on it and do the things you're supposed to do on the yeah. platform to get yeah. growth. We just send people there. We don't live there. And as soon yeah. as we, like... Like, cause I've done, I've done this with my channel over the years and stuff like, and other channels where as soon as you go and interact like you do on other social medias with that account, yeah. then it helps because then you're elsewhere on the, like they don't like, unless you have a massive audience and a yeah. massive like social poll, it's like here I can pull a bunch of people to where I point them and they just go there. We don't have that. So yeah. we have to like, be social on our account yeah. in YouTube. But yeah. who has fucking time to do that on a secondary account? No, YouTube. Not me. Not me. Not me, man. Well, Josh, I love your face, you beautiful motherfucker. And I'm face. excited. I Dude, I, I've been looking forward to watching this movie because of your how you had talked about it, and I'm glad we finally got to watch this. So. 
I feel like of all the movies that I've seen in the last little while, this one I really wanted to almost do a Josh WRB review again for it because I feel yeah. like it, it would have been a perfect. I would have been gushing about it. I would have, you know, like that was the ones that always did well for my YouTube channel were yeah. these types of ones, the ones that I saw early at a festival. N- people were kind of anticipating it, but then they would be searching for a, a tr- and it would like do really well for my channel. It would help push traffic in the right direction yeah. towards this movie because I'm st- like I'm doing right now. I'm gushing. It's so good. Have to watch this movie because it is just it's it's great. It was a, it's a it's a f- it's a great little indie thriller horror that does everything really well. And I rewatched it and I just saw it like a month or two ago and I normally wouldn't have when it comes to the show. Uh, oh, I've already seen it, so we can just talk about it. Yeah. No, I rewatched it again and loved it again. So Yeah. Yeah. Said something. Okay, you beautiful motherfucker. I will see you later and we will see all you motherfuckers later. So you have a good one, buddy. I love your face. You beautiful man, you. And we'll catch you guys next week.